Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Happy New Year to everybody. New Year, new projects. It's going to be fun, hopefully. And um, I want to just give you a few little messages before I introduce my guests. We're really having a different show today. We're having Samuel French and Randall Dark, and we're going to be talking about plays, screenplays, books, acting, movies, and it's going to be fun. And actually, the Golden Globes are on Sunday, so there's a lot going on in Hollywood, and people are doing a lot of different things than they've done before. So I think we'll start talking about some of that also and um, how to get projects made. Okay, and let's see. All right, um, I, I, Virginia Grenier, my partner, been here for eight years and who lives in Utah, she's in the process of doing several different things. She's working, she's moving, and she's got a lot going on. So she won't probably be doing shows this you know, year, which she didn't do them last year, but she's not. we're not also doing any tours or anything like that because she did them, I never did them, and I'm writing a lot more. But... Uh, hopefully she'll come on every now and then, and um, I feel bad. She's been with me from for eight years, even when I did, you know, Good Story is a Good Story with April Robin on um, Red River, but I'm missing her already, but I talk to her all the time, but it's not the same. But so I'll be on, and we're going to have some different hosts, uh, you know, that we had on last year, and we'll see if they, you know, what's going to go on. But I'm going to have a lot of shows as always, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and um, I just want to let you know there'll be some, like the World of Ink Network, the, that website we're taking down, it's been, it's an older one, and we don't do a lot of the things we did then. So now you can go to www.michiganavenuemedia.com, and um, you can scroll down and you'll find the radio shows, and our blog is there. So, uh, or you can go to marciacaspercook.com. And or you can always call my office or, you know, send me an email if you want to be a guest or if you want to talk to me about anything. And um, that's the news. So I think, you know, it's going to be fun and we're just going to do different things. But um, as far as the tours, we're not going to do things like that. And Fran Lewis and myself, we're going to do a show on style. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a little different than something Fran does because Fran does a lot of book reviews. But uh, a lot of them is not really, she does thousands. I don't know how she reads so many books in a year, but she reads like 10 books a week. So she'll be, that's why it's a little diversion for her. So we're going to talk about, you know, uh, a lot of new styles and other things, maybe some recipes, although neither Fran and I are cooking that much, but it's going to be fun. And that will be in the afternoon show. Okay, so um, I'll keep posting you on what we're going to do, and it's going to be, you know, some different things. Because, as you know, I don't, I like to change it up a little, and so we'll be doing that. So that's how we're going to start the year off. And so I will let, um, I think I'll let Samuel talk first and then Randall, and then I just, what we've been doing on the show is, which I like, is Samuel, if you have a question you want to ask Randall, you can do that, or Randall's, you can ask Samuel, because uh, it's more of like a round where we could all talk, so, because I'm not sure what you'd like to ask them, and so I think it works out pretty good, because, you know, it's not only my questions, I think it's more fun when everybody gets to ask questions, so Samuel, tell us about yourself. Uh, as much as you want to, let's put it this way, as much as you want to say, you don't say everything. 
Well, I want to say uh, thanks again for allowing me to be on your show. Uh, this is my oh. second time, so I'm very excited. I had fun the first time. We had a lot yeah, of laughs fun. the first time. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, privileged to be able to come back on. Um, yeah, I'm happy anyways, to uh, yeah. uh, So uh, nothing, you know, obviously uh, – Still, still on the acting grind. Um, I'm, I'm an actor for uh, going on nine years now, actually, and so um, I've dabbed into a lot of theater uh, as a as a kid and a teenager, and and now focus more on film, uh, television, on on that side of things. Um, also, dab into a little bit of writing as well um, and producing too. So, um, but yeah, so that's uh, kind of an everyday uh, um, grind for me. Uh, uh, on a on a day to day thing, um, as of right now. <laughs> so it is a grind. Working, it is a grind, but we all do it. All right, Rand- Randall, could you tell us what you do. <laughs> well, go ahead. Uh, again, uh, thank you for inviting me on the show. I really appreciate oh, you're welcome. it. And um, and well, basically, I'm a I'm a writer, director, producer, cinematographer, um, and. What I learned at a young age, many, many years ago, I wanted, I was a playwright and I wanted to write and direct theater because there wasn't the technology to do what Samuel and I do now with, you know, cameras, et cetera, that you could, you know, get into the business. Um, But being that young, no one would, would, you know, give me money to, to write, direct and produce theater. So I, I took a bank loan and I was lucky enough to, the first thing I directed was successful and, and over the years, up in Canada, my plays were in Ottawa, Toronto, Edmonton, Banff, Calgary, and I even had I even had a show in New York City. And then one day, I woke up and I went, I want to get into the movie business. I want to meet people like Samuel and 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 you know other people that are that are doing stuff like this. So I discovered um, a technology called HDTV, and I was blessed enough to be one of the first in the world to start using high definition television technology, first-generation cameras, and uh, created a company called HD Vision and, and was lucky enough to do some amazing projects over the years. So, but here's, here's and I honestly believe this, I don't, I, it's exciting what I did last year. Today is fun, but I can't wait to work on the new project tomorrow. It's always the next thing that's, that keeps my heart pounding. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You know what? And that's a good thing, you know, because you really, because you know, that's a good good advice to give people. Because even when they're writing a book, if you write a book and then you wait to get it published, forget you're going to be so depressed. You just have to keep writing other books so you don't have to wait. If you're looking for a publisher or you're looking for an agent, you know, somebody had just asked me tonight, you know, if I, you know, knew of any agents. I myself am a literary agent, but I don't do it anymore. I was with the guild. It's really hard and. It is opening up a little better for people to, like, because of, you know, Twitter and all these other things, we, you could meet other people. You know, like all of us met, we probably never would have met, you know, in di- because we all live in different cities. So I think, you know, things are changing, but you don't always need to do what you did in the past. Because, you know, sometimes, because people are sitting looking for an agent, you know, sometimes if you go on Twitter and you look up agent, maybe you'll be able to find one. It's really hard. And, you know, um, the problem is getting into the business and really making it, it's it's a small percentage, but you can't give up because you don't know what's next. And it's so much more exciting to keep thinking of new projects that you could do, which is what all of us do. Constantly, and it's hard. You know, it you oh, can't yeah. give up. That's the thing. How do you think, Samuel? How do you think? Like after all the you've been doing this eight years, how do you think it's changed for you in the last eight years? You know, honestly, I've I've kind of stayed. You know, I try to I try to think of ways uh, to change it up, but for me, it's always been the same path because I've I've always stayed a Texas actor. And uh, and so honestly, I think there's different paths for uh, for actors as far as putting yourself uh, in the right place at the right time is I think the biggest part of it because uh, like uh, for instance, if I was in L.A., uh, you know, even though I, I'm eight years actor here in Texas, it would be like starting all over in, in L.A. Yeah. If I would move to L.A. Uh, you know, bigger, you know bigger uh it's a big sea out there of, of actors and so you're a, you're a, you're a small fish in a big pond kind of thing and so 
Um, so it's kind of uh, it's kind of a gray area there. Uh, you know, being being in Texas trying to audition for the big time roles out of L.A. is really hard. Um, just like uh, you know, obviously all the busy places right now, like Atlanta and Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, and so you really got to kind of you know, to pursue, I believe, to pursue a busy working actor's career. You got to kind of put yourself in the areas that that best suit you uh, for marketing. Um, yeah. And so I, I feel like. Uh, for the last eight years, I've kind of tried to stay balanced as a Texas actor. Put a lot, you know, and, I, and, and I've and I've done you know, I've done some pretty good things as far as uh, goal setting and, and hitting my goals. Um, uh, with you know, obviously being on Texas Rising in 2015 on the History Channel, that was a pretty solid project that I booked out of Texas, and uh, you know, and and uh, but to follow a big project like that. You know, we talk about working on the next one and the next one and the next one. You know, it's it's all about being able to build the fire and keep the fire going so that you can right, actually yeah. have that exposure to get to the next one. And so I feel like being a Texas actor, that's really hard to do, you know, and, yeah. and it's and all because, you know, all the, all the solid projects and the solid roles that, that can get you over the top are pretty much cast out of L.A., you know, and and so if you're not in that, if you're not in that uh, that area, or you it, let's just say if you don't have a big time agent from there, uh, it's really hard to get those career moving opportunities. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so, so for me, uh, where I'm going with that this year is I'm actually going to put myself on a boat and get get to an area to where I feel like uh, can mo you know uh, best suit me for the direction I'm trying to go in my career. So I'm headed out to Albuquerque, New Mexico in March. Uh, oh, you are? Oh, that's exciting. Yep, yep. And so I just made that decision about a month or so back, um, before the new year, actually. Um, <laughs> sat down with my fiance <laughs> and had the conversation, and she agreed to back me 100% like she's been doing for the last eight years. And so uh, so I'm gearing up to get out there. And, and it's a big move for me, but it's, it's a smart move because, you know, for the last year and a half uh, or so, it's been it's been about – 75, 80% um, of my auditions coming out of that uh, area. That yeah, I, think, I mean, they do produce a lot of movies in Mexico in those areas. You know, they really do, you know. And um, I, I know I had a screenplay yeah. once was, you know, that, you know, it's just that, you know, it's the same old story. You know, if you have, if you have a lot of money, you can produce your own and direct, which is not, that takes mostly everybody out of their picture. You know, you got to have other people that are helping. And it would be nice if we could get more people just working together on the projects. I think we've talked about that before. I know Randall and I have talked about, like, you know, the producer, director, writer, everybody just says, okay, we're going to make a good movie. And that would be really good. Instead of waiting for someone to say, oh, this script. You know, because when I had all these clients with all these great scripts, but then they, yep. you know, they have to send it to an actor. They have to, you know, and see if they want it. And then you can't send it out at the same time to others because you don't want them to know you've sent it to ten people. But you know, you also don't want to wait that long either because you want to get the project going. But some projects take uh, ten years. I mean, you know, because you hear that a lot of times. You know, because people go like, "Oh yeah, you had a very successful movie, but it took them ten years to uh, get the money and the actors." And the script writing. Um, you know, in that last year, I, you know, long story short, I have a really good friend of mine who, uh, uh, well, we haven't spoken in a while because he's an A-list actor now, and I'm sure he's busy, beyond beyond busy. But, uh, you know, uh, Moonlight, which, you know, did wonders last year um, in, in yeah. every category and pretty yeah, much yeah. every award. Uh, you know, he was blessed to uh, to book the lead role um, in that, and so, wow. uh, so him him doing that, you know, that that boosted his career and to yeah. no other. But what I was gonna say about that is, you know, they had that script seven years ago. They started that journey, you know, and yeah, um, yeah. It took them every bit of seven years to uh, to collaborate and come together and make make that that miracle happen. You know, I mean that that was a uh, Kind of a, a lower. I know it was um, a lower, bu- 
budgeted film, clearly, but, but yeah, you just never know what you have. Well, yeah, because the lower budget films, you know, some of them do very well. You know, and it's like a shock when they, you know, they come in for an Academy Award or that some of the performances. But you know, and that's why movies should be made because if you didn't have a lower budget movie, sometimes you wouldn't get some of these great stories that they have. Yeah, and I think, I think what's happened is that we're we're no longer in an analog linear world. People have to look at how the entertainment has changed dramatically. We are a, a non-linear interactive digital world and we're basically one degree of separation from everyone on the planet and so I, I think that even though you can reach people easily you've got to have a core of trusted people that you work with yeah. that, that yeah. are competent and I, I've been blessed to be able to work my best friend Kristen Cox who also happens to be my wife produced almost every documentary I ever did that made me successful um, you know, Fred Miller, one of the top producers, the movie I did, Angel Sang, because Fred Miller was involved, I knew it was going to be a successful movie because Fred was involved. You know, and, yeah. and, and then you have, you know, I have friends like Sharon and, and Scott Rankin, who, who are, are people that are business people that are very smart that go, okay, here's what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And you, you need to find key people like you know, the Kristens and the Freds and the Scots of the world that are that are creative yet it's a it's it's called show business. It's not show friends, it's not show games, it's a business. And a lot of times people don't look at it in a business sense. They get emotional, it's a great script or I, I really want to work with this person, but you've got to look at it in a very analytical way. But but one of the things I'm so excited about because of what I call one degree of separation, the fact that we have LinkedIn and Stage 32 and Facebook, you can now create a cost-effective documentary or feature film. And even if, it's, if a studio doesn't pick it up, you can do a pay-per-view digital download release, and the investors will get hopefully all their money back if it's an affordable project. You know, a $40 million yeah. movie, that's a different world. But a movie yeah. that's like a one point one point two million dollars. If and and here's how I'm approaching it. Even my production assistant. If you're, if let's say, I'm doing a movie with with Samuel, and we're you know there's five production assistants we're going to hire, and and can apply. The five that have the biggest one degree breach. I'm going to say, how many LinkedIn friends do you have? Mr. Production Assistant, if he goes five and the other guy goes, Randall, I have 10,000, I know he's going to reach out through his LinkedIn connections, the movie, when we want to release it. So there's a, there's a whole new world out there for investors, creative people to look at it and, and recoup their investment. So that I think we live in very exciting Well, times. I think now, I think now more than I've noticed in the past, I think that people are reaching out, you know, on you know, LinkedIn and Facebook, and they are actually like sometimes now I'll see producers that are friending me and different people than did in the past. So I think it's kind of like everybody wants to get projects done, and I guess maybe people are thinking if we all mingle here somewhere along there that we might make connections that might work, you know, and I think that's what is changing a little, you know, rather than just being on Facebook as, you know, just saying, hi, how are you? I think now because of other avenues, I think people are kind of meeting each other that maybe might be able to work together. You know, whether in the past where you had to just, you know, have to have your agent call. I mean, we did this for years, and, you know, it was so funny. I was watching um, Judd Apatow was on. He had a special on Netflix. And he was saying he hasn't done this for a long time, and he's laughing, and he's kidding around, and he's saying, you know, and I'm thinking when I was an agent, almost everybody we called, they all would say, we want a Judd Apatow film. I mean, like, how do you, you know, you can't just be Judd Apatow. They wanted his, and he was so nervous, he said, doing the Netflix, I mean, because that was something new going back out to do comedy on stage, and I'm thinking that is all everybody wanted was his films. You know, because he, they were funny, they were, you know, R-rated, and it was very different. And, you know, and he, like, 
even him, who was so successful in that, even in another market, he was nervous to do that because he hasn't done something, and he tried it again, you know. And I think people that are out there are trying new things and going back to the things that they did before because now that he's successful, it's different, you know. But his films made a lot of money, and people wanted that was a Precisely what they said. Is it a Judd Apatow film? I go, well, how do I know that? Because you can't, unless you make it, you don't know if it's going to be like a Judd Apatow film. You know, it just because you're writing a script, which we all know, doesn't mean they're going to keep it the same way or people are going to like it. It's hard to figure out what goes next, you know, when you write a script. Who's going to take it? Who's not? Because that's the issue, you know. And if people would, well, you know, yes, yes, and no. The script is very, very important. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, and Samuel will know this, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of scripts out there, just in LA alone, not counting Chicago, that are good, that that are good, that are good, that could be made into a movie. There are there are hundreds of thousands of scripts out there, but we're talking that are are basically turnkey. So. So at the end of the day, it's all about funding, and that's the right. key. Right, and that's it's, exactly it's, right. It's that simple. But, it's finding but you someone know, like, that even believes someone in like the, Reese the, Witherspoon, the she's looking for films, and she finds books. That's how she does it. You know, she's done a lot of different projects now from books. So I think the market, so I think this is why people have to just keep writing and just keep you know, trying because you never know if it's going to be you that somebody's going to be interested in either for acting or for your screenplay or for your book or play. Because I know, I know that Randall, you want to talk about plays, right? <laughs> I know that you did. Um, well, the, the thing is, writing writing is writing, and and right. a lot of very uh, famous playwrights have written screenplays, and a lot of famous screenplay writers have have written yes. plays. So, I, well, it's similar. Yeah, it's I so think similar. that. Uh, yeah, and I think that um, talent talent is talent. If you're a good actor, people say, "Well, he's you know he's a really good actor, but he can only play comedy." Well, he's a good actor. He can play other. Right, right. Talent, yeah. talent, talent. I think, unfortunately, we look at people and we pigeonhole them. You know, he's really yeah. a handsome guy, so he needs to play the, you know, the good guy. And well, he probably yeah. could be a brilliant bad guy, even though he's drop dead gorgeous. You know, yeah. she doesn't have the body or the looks to be a lead actress. She's a great actor. She doesn't actress. She doesn't have to have yeah. the perfect body and the perfect face. We are human. The human condition is flawed, and that's yeah. what makes things interesting. If we we're all perfect, we'd be bored. So you know, you need you need to have character development. You you need to to see the the you know like I, I call it the warts on the frog. The the new thing I'm I'm writing and, and I believe in and we can talk about this later. But vertical integration of of whatever you're doing, the play slash. A screenplay that I'm writing, Easter Frog. It, it's about yeah. frogs that hate hate look in the mirror and hate themselves because they're warty, slimy, and most people feel that way. It's tough. Most people look in the mirror, whether it's an actor or whoever, look in the mirror, and it's hard for them. And and it's what's inside of you that counts. It is, but it's Great. you know right. And in Hollywood, though, you know when you you know you'll see the Golden Globes, which will be on this weekend, and you know everybody's not everybody, but most every. Buddy is beautiful and thin, and they look great, you know. And I think that in in the world of the play, you know, like playwrights, and when you look at, you know, when they do the awards for the plays, everybody is not exactly perfect, and that's what makes plays different, I think, than screenplays. Because when you're on the in a movie, sometimes it's different than being in a play because it seems like they're more open. It looks to me that they might in a play. Where they're considered well, yeah, the, the actor that's good. There's that, but but again, I'm also a technologist, so I the technology comes into play. I know that when I have a a so-so looking actor or actress on the stage, and the person that that is in the cheap seats, they they only see that person small on the stage. They hear them, they see them acting, and they feel the emotion, yeah. but. When I make a movie and I do, or a documentary and I do a, a, a tight shot, and so in a movie theater you've got someone's face that's 40 feet across because it's a tight shot. You're going to see them 
in a different way. Yeah. So a lot of times, yeah. you know, directors will go, you know, I, I, the tight shot, I want her to be drop-dead gorgeous because that's the feeling. You don't, you, a director in the stage doesn't have the technology that forces people that close to people. So it's, it's just a, it's a different gig. You do it. As it a director, is, but you do it, it leaves the different. market open, though, for other people, though, which is a good thing. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Be, you know, because I think, you know, it's really about the acting. You know, as you know, sometimes you see someone that puts a great performance, and it's it's the most you know all of us will agree to that. It's wonderful when you see that you know, and because it's certainly when a writer, you know, even if they change your words, if you make a story that is a good story, it's really nice. It's even nice when someone writes a book. Like if, if I write a book and someone says, "Oh, I love this character," and they start talking about them like they're real because they're real to me, but it's so exciting to hear, you know. I think people forget that all of us get excited about our projects. You know, they just think like, oh, fine, she wrote a book, you know, and they don't realize how much we care about what we've done. Would you agree on that? Well, I think, these people, you know, it's... These, when you create a character, and I'm sure both of you will agree, when you create a character, they feel real to you. They they, they are. You I can know. see them. You can feel them. They are part of you, and, and, and the emotional journey you take them on, you, you feel that, and that you hope your audience, your reader, or the person in the movie theater or the person in the theater, you know, watching a stage play, they go on an emotional journey, and they feel the yep. same feelings you feel. And laughter. Right. So how do you feel about that? Okay. Like, don't you think we should have some more laughter? I mean, I've just written this book, you know, um, it, you know, and I mean, I've written a couple books that are comedies and they were from screenplays. It's never, this one's, it's never too late for love. And I added a dog in it and I love the dog. The dog talks. And, you know, to me, I think right now, especially people need some laughs, you know, I mean, I really think, People need to laugh and have fun, and I think that's what's, you know, missing these days. You know, um, even when you go to the movies a lot, there's a, they're, you're, they're really intense, a lot of them, because it's so hard to get a romantic comedy going because if you don't have the right people, then sometimes it doesn't work, and that's the problem. They don't want to try, you know, without, you know, the right cast, and then they want a lot of money. So that's the other thing. That, see, if they're a really good in a comedic role, they really want a lot of money. And most of the films, as we know, we don't have the funding for that. So what do you think people could do? I mean, that's the problem. Money. It all goes down to that, money. But if you find an actor probably that wants to do a project, which, Samuel, you know, I mean, hopefully – you can tr- start getting money then if they like the performance of the actor. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's one of the hardest parts about it, honestly, is especially yeah. for investors. They got, they've got to see, uh, you know, that it's not a great script. Like, like Randall said, they're all over the place. And, and right. you know, and I, I, believe, I believe in my, uh, my script that I, you know, I partnered up with a couple of writers and, and, uh, you know, brothers badge. And I feel like it's, it's such a great story. And, uh, you know, and, and, uh, I want so bad to make, you know, to make it. And that's what I'm working towards. One of my goals in my career is to make my own film before too long. But, uh, but on the investor side of thing is, is you have to, you know, these named actors have to be involved because, yeah. You know, yeah. on a, a large, especially on a large scale uh, film, you know, obviously they're gonna wanna they're gonna wanna see a, a name, a couple of named actors in there because that's that's how they're gonna market it. That's how they're gonna get the theater releases and that kind of thing. But you know, but I'm gonna touch on what Randall said about the other the other distribution outlets that we have now. I mean, it it has made it it has made it easier to get um, to get distribution, and, and there's a lot of different. Um, uh, areas or you know a lot of different places you can take it now that's really not the hard part the hard part is that first in money and and coming together money. to be able I know. to make a project, uh and put it together to get it to that point um you know you can look on redbox you can look on netflix you can look on that that all day long you see these low budget films that you know uh part yeah that's what i was going to ask you about how you feel about all. netflix how you feel about netflix 
you know, yeah, I mean, I, it's, 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 I, I, there's a lot of great things on Netflix. I love Netflix, because, you know, for the TV shows because they, they release the whole season and it gives me an opportunity to, you know, for me, I don't get right. to watch a lot of TV. And when I do, I like to binge watch whatever I'm watching. So, you know, right. I just finished The Punisher in less than, you know, 72 hours, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I love that about <laughs> I love that about Netflix, but. But I love the avenue that it gives these, you know, people like ourselves who are trying to do our own films. Yeah. Uh, what I was trying to say is, you know, there's a lot of films on there that I can't watch five minutes of, and I'm like, I can't watch this. I know. You know and so it, it's a congratulations thing that, that 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 film got distribution, and, and by all means, I love success for everybody, but that's how easy it's gotten to, to get distribution, you know, even if you, you don't well, that's right, well, you know, right. And that's one of the things lately that I've noticed with Netflix, because some of them are really not good. I mean, they just, I don't even know how they got on there, you know, I mean, they're pretty bad. And then some are really small and really, really good. You know, the acting yeah, is yeah. great. You know, so I, my advice to people is just try them. I mean, you know, once you have the Netflix, see, that's the good thing about Netflix. Once you have that subscription, you just, it's okay. You know, you're not like paying extra, so you might as well try some of these. The only problem with the series type is sometimes now I'm looking and I go like, oh, my God, it's like I, it's a third season, so I have to watch like a million of these. And, you know, right. you know and that's the problem, you know, because sometimes I just want to watch one movie. You know, just yeah. like a good movie, you know. And I've seen some very good movies. You know, you had, you know, I think you had on your site to watch Hero. Is that that the name of the film, Hero? Oh yeah, with uh, yes, with um, uh, Sam Elliott. Yes, it was really good. I really liked it. Oh, I saw it on I saw it on your Facebook, and I went like, oh, because I really like him, and it was so good. You know, yeah, it was a small movie, but he's good in everything. His voice, I and mean, just hearing his voice, is yeah, enough. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, I mean, I and that's why because you you put it out there, and so you know that's what people should probably do sometimes. Say, hey, I saw this, or I'm watching this, and then people might because I probably would have not noticed it. Right. Well, I, I and, do that if I if I you know if I uh, if I watch something that I that I just. It's all about emotion, like Randall said. I mean, you can follow Sam Elliott's, um, you know, I was able to relate to that as an actor going down a path that he's already been down and trying to come back to. Yeah, right. Know, but so it was awesome for me to sit on the couch and watch an excellent actor who I is in my top three or four that I want to work with before it's all said and done. I mean, you know, and, and to be able to follow follow his character all the way. I, I didn't blink it I didn't blink one time through that film. I mean it was that good to me and Yeah, so I thought it was I'm great. Always, See, you know. and that's a good thing because you know, I mean I think that's one of the things that Michael Caine I think I saw um I think he had years ago, he, he, I don't know where I saw him on, but he said he never stopped taking roles, even if they were small roles that weren't even great. He said he took them because he, so he could stay out there, and he remained out there while he's still out there, you know. And so I think that's the same thing with writers. You just got to keep writing. You can't just keep, you know, just because you didn't do it right now the way you, you know, you hoped it would be, just keep going. And that's what a lot of actors did. Michael Caine, I mean, he's a great actor, but he took some parts that weren't that great, but he made them good because he's in them. Right. You know, his yeah, acting. And what, yeah, and that's why I so, say you just you never get what you have until it's, until it's all said and done. So really, yeah, it's just kind of – so the distribution thing is, is, is made a lot easier for us than, than ever before, you know, yeah. obviously to this point, but – but yeah, but you know, touching on it, it's just uh, you can put a group of guys together. You know, I'm working on a film right now um, called Hidden Justice, and uh, it's, it's yeah, a, I saw it's that. I saw that story. on your website. Yeah, it was a great story, and I'm working with an actor who uh, Carl uh, Bailey, which is you know his nickname is, is the coach, but because uh, he's an ex-coach, and you know, and we've been trying to work together for you know almost two years now, and so we've teamed up, and you know we've got pretty much. Uh, well, it's going to start out a 30-minute uh, short, and then now we've turned it into a feature. And so, you know, but again, we're 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 to that. We're about to be to the funding stage of it. And so, you know, 
that that that's kind of a whole beast in itself and you know uh, I think a lot of people are putting I've seen a lot of things on YouTube where they're putting on you know 15 20 minutes of a series and it keeps going and they're building up an audience you know they just yep, have shot it and and I actually think that's a pretty good idea I think myself I think I might start watching some of those because I remember years ago people started to do that and they were really good you know and they yep. just didn't have the funding that they needed so they just but some of the stories were really good. So I think that's another thing people can do. You know, I mean, you just got to keep coming up with new ideas and, you know, you just can't stop, you know. And, okay, Randall, you know, you're on that uh, studio. Okay, so are people getting projects made or are they just reaching out to each other or are actually people working together on that, you know, that have met each other there? You're talking about stage thirty-two. Is that yeah, what you stage mentioned? Stage thirty-two. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. stage. I, I, yeah, I look at I look at all of those, whether it's LinkedIn, stage thirty-two, uh, direct emails, Facebook, Twitter. I look at them all almost the same. Now, stage thirty-two is specific for actors, directors, producers, cinematographers. So that's that's yeah. like that's a good group for for us to be involved in and. Because you know people know who you are and they know who Samuel R. is and they yeah. know who I am. If it, let's say we do a feature film or a documentary and it doesn't get picked up by a studio, but you know I have almost sixteen thousand connections in my LinkedIn account alone. My my stage thirty two, I have a, almost twelve thousand connections. So when I talk to an investor. And I go, look, here's my new documentary, and I need X number of dollars. Or uh, my, you know, my modified um, Easter, you know, frog brains behind the bunny script. I t- go to an investor, and I go, here's the all the connections I have through one degree of separation. But I also believe in vertical revenue streams. So when I go to an investor, I go, look, you're going to hopefully, even if a studio doesn't pick it up, we're going to release it through one degree of separation, digital pay-per-view through all these social networking platforms. And then I have friends like Paula Lombard and Carol Martin at Footage Bank, and they and I go, look, some of the footage we can we can license through a company, you know, a licensing company like Footage Bank, so you can drive revenue from that sort of thing. Um, because it's not just a movie; it's a children's book. You go, oh, you get a percentage of every, and because it can be released digitally, it doesn't have to be, you know, paper and go to a bookstore, which is very expensive. You can release the right. book through through you know digital releasing through one degree of separation. So where I'm so excited right now is that if you have a really good idea, there are ways you can t- approach an investor and say, look, investor, there are many ways to get your money back and you get a percentage of everything, not just studio. And the studio, you know, you make it for $1.2 million and the studio gives you five. And that's all, you know, that's all you see. There's, there's, which, you know, you know, there's different ways studios work, obviously, and I'm not saying that's the only way and, or one of the ways. That's not my world. My world is I want to control everything from concept through distribution because that then I can go to my investors and say, here's the bit is a business plan. It's show business. It's not show friendship. It's a business, and you have to be able to do it that way. Samuel, what about you? I mean, it's hard. I mean, you know, um, do you find that that would be a way for you to do it the same way, or you're doing it a different way? Uh, well, you know, honestly, I haven't. I, I do have a LinkedIn account, and I, but I have not. I haven't actually taken that focus. I haven't taken and focused on that part of it, and I think I should. And and I, I, I watch uh, Randall as he does, you know, his as well, and. Uh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I know went that. Down that that avenue, which I know I need to, and and again, I, I I do probably because I've been more focused on my acting career versus the the pushing of my script and that kind of thing, and so uh, you know, which I know is to be good for that too, and and I just I've, I've kind of gotten away from 
marketing myself like that and have been more See, I think, right, that's, see, that's one of the things, you know, that's one of the things that's very difficult to do, especially, you know, when you're the author or, you know, the screenwriter or whatever. You know, it, it's hard. You know, some people can do it easier than others, you know, to start promoting themselves, you know, even though a person I, I, is out I, I there. Don't know, I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's true. I I I have I think it's very hard for anyone to do it. Period. And you, but yeah. it's a commitment you you decide to make. You know, though I, know. I when I went to the bank and got a bank loan to to write, direct, and produce my first play. If I, no one's going to go. Oh, Randall, I like you. I'm going to market it for you because you're a nice I know. guy. I know. They, right. They've that's got right. no risk. That's they, true. You're right. They have no equity in it. So so for someone like me, I'm going two things. Number one. It's my money out there, and I believe in the end product, and I think it's a good enough product that people will want to see it and want to pay for it. But it's see, that's, the that's other... what you just said. See, what you just said is so important, that you have to make it where people really know that you really believe in your project. And, you know, for a lot of us, it's hard. You know, I know, you know when I've had people on my show and the, uh I've talked about this many times. People will go like, oh, my book is really wonderful, and you just need to read it. And they make you feel like if you don't read it, you're really missing something. And that is so important, but it's hard, very hard to do. And I myself am going to start doing that if I can because, you know, I mean, it's not everybody can't do that, though. You happen to be good at that, but... Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm good at it. I, I, I think what's more important, I know how important it is. But the yeah. other thing is Easter Frog, the brains behind the bunny, is the new thing I, I, I just created. And I honestly believe it's the best thing I've ever done. So part of what gets me up in the morning and so excited, you know, I, yeah. I, I live a blessed wife. I'm, I, in life, I'm, I'm married a, an incredible woman. And I, I love my life, but also I and have you now have an incredible project. dog. You have an incredible dog in yeah, your life. So yeah, there you go. Ziggy, <laughs> we just got a new dog. Um, but but my point is, I am so passionate about this new yeah. project See, because it. I honestly believe it's the best thing I've ever done. And now my job as the you know writer, director, or producer is to find uh, someone out there that goes, oh, let me look at it. Oh, you're right. And they will invest in it, and we'll all make money. But but unless you have that <laughs> right, burning right, right. passion, you have to be able to do that. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, an investor goes, yeah, he's 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 kind of lukewarm about his own project. But I, yeah. but you when you look into my eyes, you know how sincere I am, and you go, hey, this guy is driven. It's a cool idea, and you know, I want to support it. So you know. Phase two is 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 to prove to an investor that it's a great idea, it's a great product, yep. and what is the worst case scenario? Well, the worst case scenario is I send it out to as a pay, digital pay per view to my sixteen thousand LinkedIn connections. So there's got to be a business plan that makes sense for people. Yeah. Okay, Samuel, you and I have to go out there and sell ourselves and get these projects done. Because it's, it's, I do agree with you, that is how people do it. Yeah. I'm just going to have to be one of those. I have to do that. Because, you, know, you know, I've said this before, you know, like sometimes you don't want to, you don't know if you should overdo it about yourself or not, but I do actually believe that when you believe in yourself in that project, then it, other people will start believing in it too. So I think that, you know, and I think that's really a good lesson to learn. If you know, and not to say that I can't do that, you know, because you really can do it because you know it's your project. I mean, like I'm sure your screenplay, you worked hard on it, Samuel. So I yeah. mean, that's why you have right, and it's not easy. You know, people go like, oh, you know, but every time. I do a screenplay, every line matters. You know, when you write a book, you the whole the, the book matters. But when you write a screenplay, every line matters. I, I you know, it matters because every time someone says something, it better come across as you know, something that they might remember. You don't want bad dialogue. So I think that right. that's, you know, really an important thing. I I have done sentence you know, a dialogue scene over and over till it sounds right, even just by what the word is, you know, how they're speaking it. So I think, yes, it. all of our projects 
means something to us. So I do agree with you, Randall. You have to go out there and say, yes, this is a really good story and or whatever it is, and it needs to be out there. So I think that – and then if you feel passionate about it, then the people that are going to be reading it will probably feel more passionate because they know how important it is to you that when you wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when I, mean, I look at my book, yeah, it's true. When you look at your book, you look at your project after a while. Now, when you write a screenplay, I think this is what happens. And then you don't read it for a while. Then you go like, and then you read it. You go like, oh, this is really pretty good. And where, what was I thinking when I wrote that? Because sometimes you don't even know where it came from. Yeah, it's just well, that's there. Like me. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, I'm not. I don't claim to be a a a a one hundred percent you know writer. I I just it it was a story that I that I held on to for you know almost a year before I even put a word on the paper. And I actually watched the movie. And uh, long story short, there's a movie out of San Antonio from a, a a writer director who I'm a big fan of. His name is Ryan Ramirez, and and the movie is called Line of Duty. And uh, funny enough, today. Uh, he posted a memory on Facebook about it, and um, and so uh, he's the guy that kind of one of his, his films is what kind of inspired me to sit down and finally write my story. And and I had I had him in mind to come to him and 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 offer, you know see if he would like to direct it and we shoot it in San Antonio. I mean I had all that in my mind as I was writing the first fifty pages, and today for the first time I actually sat down and sent him a Facebook message and. Well, you know, I've been, I've what's it called? What's it called? Line of Duty. Line of Duty. No, uh, yeah, his his film is called Line of Duty. Yeah, and yeah, he, okay. He shot he shot it in San Antonio, and um, bunch of it was a bunch of upcoming uh, actors um, that was a part of that, and and so uh, and, and so yeah, and so I wrote him today, and I was like, hey, you know, I've been it's working for you know the last four years pretty hard on coming up with the budget that I was gonna you know bring it to you, and and. Uh, and see if you wouldn't mind, want, you know, directing it. And this kind of, I know it's a film kind of right up his alley as well. And and uh, anyways, and so one of my one of my 2018 uh, New Year's uh, uh, resolutions was to kind of uh, start the year off and just send it to him. So I just sent it to him today. I didn't ask That's him to good. produce it. I didn't ask him to to put a budget together. I just want him to read it because again, he he inspired me to write my script uh, big time. And so. I don't know. He hadn't answered me, but we'll see if he decides to want to read it or not. But, uh, but yeah, what we're kind of well, you have to let us know if he does. But he should see. That's the thing. You know, when you send somebody something and you're passionate about it, I think that you know you've got a good chance of him wanting to look at it. Because you know, a screenplay, as we know, it's pretty easy to read. You know, it it doesn't take the same time that it does of a book. So you know, you've got a hundred percent chance of someone reading a screenplay easier than a book because yeah, a lot of people don't like to read books you know right. it happens if it's a great script yeah they're going to read it anyways you know i mean i've got i've got great feedback on my script i've got a lot of That's people tell me hey, i couldn't put, put it down I, I i read it in the first couple of hours you know and you know, so it's always a good sign. I, I, you know, I think people don't understand, but one thing if you, if someone says it's a good read, that means that's a really good thing to say because, you know, they may not take it, but there's a big difference between a good read and a story that doesn't get read at all. So, it's important when people like it. Well, you know, yeah. that matters. Can relate to it. I mean, I right. I wrote that script. There, there was a time where, you know, his film his film inspired me, but what he what he what he stood by, uh, you know, in, in you know he he opened up opened up his doors to his new studio in San Antonio last year, and one of his goals was to bring a lot of great films to San Antonio and get them made, and so that inspired That's me good. to want to make my film, and so I think if he takes the time to read it, he'll not only relate to it's his type of film that he makes, but he'll see San Antonio in there, and he'll see some of the things that. That uh, that he may want to do with it, and I hope that 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 happens. And again, I'm not looking for a handout, but you know, I want. Uh, it, it's very important that he reads it because he's a big part of why I wrote that thing. And so, well, that matters. Uh, so, that yeah, matters. We'll that sounds goes. good. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. That's a good goes. resolution. That's a see. That's a good resolution. That's that's the thing. 
you know, you you almost have to say that to yourself sometimes, you know, you have to sometimes sit there and say, like, I can do this and I am going to do this. Because if you don't do it, you won't ever know if it's ever going to get done. Yeah, you know, and I spent the last four years telling myself not to do it until I had, you know, I planned on having a budget and saying, hey, this is what I have. Let's make this thing. And I, I kept focusing on that for so long. And, of course, you know, I had a lot of meetings, but a lot of dead end roads and, you know, and I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get a budget, but hey, I mean, I do want him to read it, and I hope that he does. And you know, and that's well, at least yeah, one. You know step what? The most it. important thing is that right, if right, and if he wants to do it, they'll, the the budget will get done. <laughs> they'll figure it. They'll do it. It'll it'll work well, out. Like Randall said, I mean, it, it's very important to uh, it, you know stage. You know, the stage that I've been stuck on is is getting it out there, and you just never know who you're going to sit down with. I have a meeting with a gentleman this weekend. He's he does uh, visual uh, effects and stuff like that, and and um, and does. A, he's he's a big computer guy, and he wants to talk about my film because his son does film, and he wants to kind of get into it. So you just, but you never know what you got until you you start talking about it and start getting right. out there. And, I think and it's true, it. and I think it really is. You know, the passion for a writer comes when you start talking about your story, because when someone asks you a question, and then all of a sudden. You start going, well, you start really talking about it, and I think they can tell the difference when you really care about it because you're start, cause it's really nice to talk about your story with somebody because oh, that's yeah. when you get ideas even because you're going, you know, and sometimes the ideas come from just talking about it because, you know, when you said you were thinking about it for a year in your head, I think that's right. what people do. And a lot of writers, you know, I do that too. If you have a thought, just write it down. Because when you go back and look at it, you'll remember it. But if you try in your head, go like, what was I thinking about last month? It's never going to come to you. But even if you just put like one paragraph down, it will all come back and everything will be fresh. And it's important because sometimes, like I'll be even taking off my makeup or doing something, and I go like, oh, my character said this, and I I got to go write it down because yeah. I know it's not coming back to me <laughs> because I'm thinking like, oh, how did I figure that out? And all of a sudden, it comes to you. That's what a writer does. It doesn't all come in one day. Like I think people think that sometimes, oh, you sit down and it's right there. It isn't always right there, but it comes yeah. to you in pieces. And, and then I you think get it's it. different. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it happens different. I think it happens in different ways. For me, yeah. you know, a badge was, I had it to 50 pages, and, and most of all the characters created before I teamed up with my first writing partner. And then I teamed up with him. We took it to 84 pages, and it was just, it flowed. So, it you know, it flowed. Yeah. He just jumped right in, and, you know, and it's almost like it was meant to be kind of thing. And, and, and the other two writers came on board, and it's like, it just all came together like a, a, That's a right. puzzle. And, and sometimes it know? just works. It just works like yeah. that. You know, there aren't any answers for certain. I always used to say, if I got to page 25 in a script, then I know I have the story. Because somebody asked me the other day, they wanted me to read a couple pages. But when you read a couple pages, it's really not the same as if you get to like 25 or 30, you actually know where you're going and if it's going to make it in your head. Because sometimes you have a good idea, but it doesn't always make it to, you know, you can't finish the right. story because there's something wrong with it. You know. Right. So I think that, I you know, agree. those are all the things that people, you know, have problems with, but you have to overcome them. And I think, you know, Randall, like you were saying before, though, your connections, I mean, that you have will get you where you need to go eventually because everybody's looking for projects and to do things. I mean, everybody in this business wants to be busy doing a project they like. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put it that way. I think what what has to happen is you, you create content that is compelling and then um, for someone like myself, then all I need, because I'm a writer, director, producer, cinematographer, I, you know, I can fill a lot of roles and make whatever project I do, whether it's a documentary I'm trying to get funded or a feature film, right. I can make it right. cost effective because I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've lived in L.A. for a long time. I lived in New York City for a long time. I know that world very well, and it's a, it's a tough, tough, tough world to break into. So. And that's not the world I'm in anymore. I live in in a I live in a 
in Austin, Texas, and surrounded by wonderful people and a wonderful wife and good friends, and and I'm looking at creating my next project with, and I, I it sounds corny, but I'm being truthful. I want it friends and family. Where life is either too long or too short, pick one. And I want I want to be surrounded by people I love and I trust. Working on a project together, and you know, yeah. I listed a few of them, and there's you know a bunch of others that that I want to play in this that I think uh, we'd all have a good time because it's not just about the project. It's about fellowship. It's about learning. Yeah. Like, I, I still think I'm in kindergarten, honestly. I, there's so much to learn. Like, And I have clients like Panasonic and people like Peter Fannin, who's a, who's a, who's a client who works with with a technology company who's a friend and Craig Yanagi. You know, these are people that I've that are clients of mine but but I look at them not just as, you know, the technology and, and people that are in the business. That's it's more than that to me. And and I, I think why I've been blessed to have successful projects is I'm not driven by the money. I'm not driven by trying to be famous. I'm driven by um, let's have a good project, time together. Let's create something. You know, something let's yeah. create something meaningful. Yeah, and and I think you know if you have that in your heart, it's easier for people to look at you and go, he's passionate, he's excited. Let's let let's look at what he wants to do. And I, I like him because these investors, if someone has money, there's hundreds and hundreds, thousands of projects they can they can invest in, and there's thousands yeah. of scripts that are really good. Why are they picking that one? Well. Because they like Samuel, or they like you, or they, or, 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 you know, they like, you know, Pamelita, or, or, or any of them. And there's a business plan in place so that, yeah, you, you, it's not just a movie. It's like, you know, when I do anything, I talk to Footage Bank, you know, and I'm going, out of this, is there, is there stock footage you can sell? Um, you know, so you try to look at it and product placement. I have no problem putting product placement in anything I do. Because yeah, it helps, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's a, it's a business, and so what I'm trying to do it at this is point a business, is my career. You know, it is it's, a business, you know, and I guess you know. But sometimes writers, actors, you know, we you're so passionate about the project that you know you forget it's a business. But it is a business, you know, and you don't sometimes want to think of it as a business, but you have to, and it's hard because when you're coming up with a screenplay, a book, a, whatever project it is, you're passionate, but it also requires the money and everything else that goes around yeah. it. So, you know, a lot of times people will write a story and they won't realize that it'll be, uh, you know, very expensive to make. So I used to tell people, you've got to be careful here when you're outside and all this money, you need a lot of money. And, you know, it's very hard to get projects. It may Their script may be very good, but what it needs yeah. is a ton of money, and that is not going to happen. So, well, you know, and, that, and you have it's to money think about in, It's money in relationships. You know, it's it's. But, but sometimes some films are really, you know, it depends where it is. Sometimes they're really, they're high budget, and you know they are. And, you know, for a new writer to try to get a high budget out there is hard, you know. So, and that's why some of the smaller films, they're really good stories, and they come across, cost, you know, they come across good on the screen, and they make money even though it didn't cost that much to make. But it was you know, worth it for everybody. And that's a lot of times what you see. It's a lot of love that goes into that project that, you know, makes it what it is. Like you're saying, you want to work with family and friends, so it's more than just a project. It's part of your life. Yeah. Well, when I say family and friends, like friends with clients of mine like Panasonic and GoPro and Sony and JVC, you've got to look at them as not just, oh, they're a technology company and, and I, you know, yeah. you've, I think it's a different approach. And, and I've been, as I said, I've been blessed enough to work with with people and present business opportunities that have the vertical marketing capability and the vertical revenue streams because yeah. I know I can get footage bank X number of shots and I know I can get um, uh, X number of product placements in, in it and X so it's, it's we at the end of the day you want to lessen everyone's risk 
so they yeah. want to be involved. Well, that's the other thing. Right? That's a that's a big thing for people. They some people don't want to. Well, take some people it, don't you know? care. Yeah. Well, and some, some people, people don't, don't care. care. Right. It's, it, I've met a lot of people that I don't end up working with. They go, hey, here's this great project, and, and I need $5 million. And, well, do you have a way for the investors to get money? Well, they're investors. That That's their risk. Well, it should be yeah. a shared risk. Yeah. You know, well, you know, it is. And it, it does go down like we started. You know, it is about the money and all that. So, Samuel, you're going to Albuquerque. So we're going to hear about all your success there, right? <laughs> that, that, yeah. This is it. Yeah. As this is actor, the 2018 yeah. success, right? This is it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I, uh, okay. I, good. <laughs> I've been good with the. Uh, with I've been working on relationships with the casting directors uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for the last kind of the last year, and so um, I've been really good with them. But again, That's there's good. a gray area. They, they, you know, a lot of a lot of productions there. So if they're looking for an actor, they're really wanting to book them local actors most of the time because we all know everything film-wise, even television, you know, your big roles are, are still being, uh, you know, cast out of L.A. no matter what. So, yeah, for instance, yeah. a, a show that comes, you know, we got The Sun shooting in Austin, Texas. It's, it's on its third season right now. And before that show even got to Austin, Texas, it was 90, about 92% already cast from L.A. and you know, and then you got your, you know, one or two liner uh, day play roles each season. And, you know, and so it's, it's kind of like if I'm auditioning for, like I've gotten, you know, four or five solid auditions for recurring roles in a couple of TV shows that were, that were filming last year in New Mexico. But they're going to want to bring in for incentive purposes and, you know, and just production purposes. If they can get somebody local, they're going to want to do that first before they fly somebody in from Texas. Yeah. You know? Well, it is it's costly and everything, right? And so, you know, it right. is like, you know, it is like we said about the money. So, you know, but there are ways. And, you know, sometimes you have to just make that New Year's resolution like you did that you're going to make some changes. And I think people listening to the show, I think I hope that's what they'll do is not just give up. Because you can't give, you know, I really, I've done this for 20 years, and I just always tell people, don't give up. And I still feel the same way I did when I started. I love writing. I love talking about it. And I think that, you know, you will never know, you know, what you can do until you keep writing. I mean, I am doing things in, you know, some of the books that I've I, It's just, you, you're, you, you surprise yourself sometimes. So I think that when you give up, you never know what's going to, that, that you're just lose, you know, losing what you have. So don't give up. That's what I always tell people. And I hope when they're listening tonight, they're hearing three people here who know it's hard, but we're still here, you know, right. doing it. Because, you know, what's Indeed. easy? You know, and then when the projects get made or the book gets done and the script gets read, it makes you happy and you at least feel that you've done something that, somebody else will enjoy so i think that's what we're here for to try to do that you know and i love it and i'm not stopping regardless you know so and i hope people that are listening will pick up that script or the book or the play that they started and just finish it see that's the thing if you have to finish it people yeah. start it and they don't finish you never know what you have until you finish it so um yeah i mean Always, uh, always follow your heart for one, and uh, yeah, don't never give up. I mean, that's if you give up, you got nothing really. You know, I mean, that's the way I see it. I, I make that's right. To it and you know, and that's like, the spirit. What, what? See, that's the spirit. This, this is what we like. This yeah. is the spirit. <laughs> you know, and 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 Randall, what you said is right. You can't wait for other people to do it for you. It's not going to happen. You got to do it yourself. You know, you can't say, like, yeah. you do it or you do it, you know. And, and you know what? In the long run, we all know that we have to do it ourselves because we know well, our and, projects. And, and it doesn't happen overnight, whether you're an right. actor or a singer or a dancer or a, a painter. My brother, Shane Dark, uh, he, he, he does a great work. Well, his work, yeah. his work is incredible. His work is but it took him years to get to the yeah. point where Shane Dark is now a world-famous sculpture artist. But it, it right. didn't happen overnight. It took him years and right. years and years of developing his craft, working hard, um, 
and and now he's he's at this level. Actors the same way. You talk to a lot of actors. Some luck out their their stars overnight because it's just a freak yeah, accident. Yeah, but if you like talk that, to most not many, actors, right. no, it takes a lot hard work, dedication, and 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 don't give up. And and right. that's if people that are listening right now, no matter what you do, don't give up. Yeah, and surround yourself people, by you know, amazing people. People ask me questions. You know, they knew you were coming on, and they're asking me. You know, what? You know, what can? You know, what should they do with their books, their scripts? You know, I mean, this is what we do. We just keep trying to sell well, them, and you know, get them out there. And, and, but, and I and I mean this. When I walk into a room, and I'm and I'm I'm about to work with all these people in the room. I I hope I'm the dumbest person in the room, honestly. Because <laughs> you have your only. <laughs> You're only as strong as your weakest link. And if the weakest link is me, I am a happy man. <laughs> well, I think, well, that's, those are words to live by. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, yeah, the thing is, you, you, you know, you're not the dumbest man in the room. I can tell you that right now. I don't even have to be in the room with you, but, but I know that. <laughs> They're not going to say that about you. All right. So this is 2018. This is, the, you know, the show is about ending. Uh, Samuel, where can they find you? Yep. Well, I mean, uh, on your websites um, and whatever. No, they we don't know where you're going to be yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I'm on Face, Twitter. Um, you know, I do I do dab into Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, so mostly mostly just social your regular basic. basic social media type uh, thing. And so uh, uh, you can find me under uh, actor Samuel on, um, on Twitter and then just Samuel French on Facebook and, uh, and uh, actor Samuel on Instagram as well. So, um, so there you are. You're yeah, every, you're cool. everywhere. See, you're everywhere. You just got to keep doing it. You just got to keep going in right. all the time, you know, and Randall, where can we find you? Um, if you, Google search Randall Dark blog, B-L-O-G. Um, and here's how I market myself. It's kind of weird with, with it. Is you go to, you go to that, that site, and on the right-hand side, there are hundreds of dates, like you know June 25th, uh, 2005, yeah. or whatever. And you click on any of those dates. It's, I don't, it's, forget what I say about me or forget you know, what my pro, what you know read what people have written about me. That's how I want people to get to know me is that someone right. has watched one of my documentaries and you click on it and it's a review about the documentary or an article about me. So I like people before we get to know each other to just read what other people say about me um, as opposed to what I say about me. Because, you know, we're all going to – I just think it's a better way to market. That's how I do that, it. Yeah. Well, you definitely are a good marketer. <laughs> we'll give you that. That's for well, sure. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and you well, can been, find I've me. <laughs> we, you can find me at marciacasperquick.com or on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, Samuel and Randall will be back hopefully whenever they want. Samuel, when your project gets taken, which it will, please come back on because I think this is it oh, for you. Oh, this is going to be it. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. This is the year. Yeah, this, is my, this is my year. So I. This really is it. <laughs> right. Uh, this is you're it. Be one okay. Of, you and Randall, you and Randall both are on on my my uh, top five list to to let know what's going on right okay, away. Okay. Good. So. Good. I'm, see, I made a list. I this look is forward good. to hearing from you. <laughs> good. We're on the list. I'm happy. Okay. All right. Good night, everybody, and happy New Year to everybody. And thank you again, Samuel and Randall. Anytime, you're welcome. Take care. Yes, thank you. Good night. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.